0: T'was the night before Christmas when all through the house Not a creature was stirring, not even my spouse The stockings were hung by the chimney with care In hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there Sawyer was nestled all snug in his bed With visions of sugar plums dancing in his head But Papa had an idea, one that brought him great joy. We should do a special Christmas podcast for all the girls and boys. So in my spare bedroom, I pulled out some tools. I hoped that this episode wouldn't look me a fool. Away to my computer, I wrote up a script. I knew that this episode would not want to be skipped when out on the lawn there arose such a clatter. So I sprung from my computer to see what was the matter, when what to my wandering eyes did appear but a miniature sleigh and nine tiny reindeer. There was a little old driver who was so lively and quick, and I knew in a moment that must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came. And he whistled and he shouted and he called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. And do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his toe, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and snow. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. He noticed me immediately, and he made a small bow. I didn't know what to say except stare and say, Wow. He had this broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. (laughs) He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. He looked straight at me, and this is what he said. I love your podcast, Stranger Wings. I listened to it before bed. I thanked him immediately. Wow, such an honor. But before I knew it, St. Nick left and he was a goner. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim with the jingle of rings. Merry Christmas to all and welcome to Stranger Wings. you all i'm your host nicholas Margellos. with me as always is my son sawyer Margellos. this is stranger wings a podcast where we not only deep dive into the world of stranger things here but we also ask ourselves how do we like our chicken wings every two weeks or so i hope to be taking you on a flight of discovery Together, we will dive into the Stranger Things canon, uncovering and dissecting all that its lore has to offer. We'll read the the books, the comics, we'll watch and read some of the inspirations, and hopefully much, much more. And all the while, we'll be doing this, we'll, we'll also be eating chicken wings, some made by ourselves, but more often than not, we're gonna get them from some of our favorite local eateries. Like today, we're eating some wings from another popular Des Moines, Iowa barbecue joint, one that hopefully, fingers crossed, isn't problematic. It's Smokey D's. And we'll get to that in a second. But first, I just wanna say how glad I am that you could join us. Happy holidays. If you are, in fact, listening to this around the time of uh, of its release, happy holidays, I should say. Cause let me, let's be honest, you're, you're, probably not, I actually, Uh, I don't know, actually. Um, Because here, I should all, I mean, so like, usually when podcasts come out, people do listen to them, I guess, during when they're released. But here's, I I guess where my head is at, is that right now the podcast isn't very popular, so in the future it's going to be super popular, and so that's why more people aren't listening to it around the holidays. But... There's also a very there's there's a 99% chance actually <laughs> that this will never be more popular than it is right now. So I guess I should say yes, Happy Holidays. You're you're probably listening to this around the holidays. Um, uh, Does that make sense? Where my mind just went? <laughs> my, my my mind went on a little journey there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Happy Holidays. It's it's really nice to uh, celebrate. Uh, this time not only with Sawyer but with you as well. I don't know I I hope that this is gonna be a, a, a good Christmas. Thanksgiving I feel like was a little rough, but I, I'm ready to to uh, to experience what is honestly my favorite part of uh, time of time of the year. It's it's a uh, Christmas just feels very special, you know. Um, it's like the one time of year where magic just feels real, you know there's like a chance that magic could actually exist around Christmas time. I mean, I'm not someone that believes in in miracles or anything like that, but I, I do believe in Christmas miracles. There's, uh, I don't know. There, I've been watching a lot of, um, uh, like uh, Christmas special TV episodes lately. And for me, the best ones have a bit of that, like Christmas magic in it. They have a bit of a, a sort of christmas miracle that happens, you know. Um like season 3 episode 10 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer when Buffy and Angel get to walk outside together for the first time because the snow is blocking the sun. Hey, Has sprung up out of nowhere around Sunnydale, where they are reporting heavy snowfall for the first time in, well, ever. Sunnydale residents shouldn't expect to see the sun at all today. That cold front isn't going anywhere. The temperatures in the high 30s means you better bundle up right go and try to outside Or something even more simple, like in season one, episode nine of New Girl where Jess and the gang go to Candy Cane Lane at like 3 in the morning and they wake everyone up and and in spite of how annoying that would seem in the spirit of Christmas, everyone turns their lights back on. Everyone wakes up and and they turn their lights on just so that you know Jess and the gang can all see the the, the Candy Cane Lane lights. Jess, no. It's Christmas. It's our Christmas. We came here to see the lights. What are we going to do? Yo, what are you doing? What Just oh, are okay. Nick, come on, it's man. Get in the yeah, car. We got go. to Turn them off. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Nick, we don't got time for this. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> oh, hell no. Excuse me. We got a girl out here who would really like to see the lights. Sorry to wake doing? you if this is rude. Make it the candy cane lane or whatever. You spend all this time to show off and do it, so show off, you got an audience. This whole neighborhood is ridiculous. You all show off, so turn on the lights. Just go in the shed or whatever and turn your damn lights on, you on, show on, off. Turn on your lights! Come on, just flip this Turn on your lights! Come on! Turn on, on. Ah. Turn on your lights! Yes! Turn on your, turn on your turn on lights! Your turn on your lights! Just turn on your lights! we got way more sound oh, on hands. Turn, turn, turn on I don't oh, understand. proud. It just, it, those moments feel special. They feel holly and jolly. Well, actually, now that I mentioned that, Stranger Things actually has an episode called Holly and Jolly. It's, the, it's episode three, which it would make sense to, to talk about that, but we won't today. Uh, instead, we're going to, I thought it'd be fun to check out some of the comics. Uh, there's a, a, a holiday special comic. Uh, all about the kids around Christmas time that I thought would be fun to read. And since recently we've been talking a lot about um, what is Will doing on the other side, I feel like. Uh, uh, It's the first ever comic series that was released from, uh, um, I think it's Dark Horse Comics who does it? Um, Yeah, it is Dark Horse. Um, And so that's their first ever series that they did was one called uh, The Other Side, and it, it kind of tells the story of, of Will on his time on the other side. And, and I'd, I'd, I'd like to actually start with that one. So, The Other Side was the first mini-series of the Stranger Things comic series uh, published by Dark Horse Comics. Uh, the series was written by uh, Jody Hauser. Uh, there was uh, inking by Keith Champagne was illustrated by Stefan Martino and colored by Lauren affy Also lettering by Nate Picos. Uh, those are all the people that created this wonderful comic. Um, I think Jody Hauser has actually written quite a few of the Stranger Things comics, so I'm I'm curious to see how her writing evolves, I guess, over time as, as we read many of the comics. I mean, she's also written a lot of comics for other big franchises as well. There's uh, Star Wars, Doctor Who, and Critical Role. She's done a bunch of comics for, so she has a pretty firm place, I would say, in the sci-fi, fantasy comics world, especially stuff that's, uh, you know, owned by it's, a, you know, from a bigger franchise. You know what I mean? She she has a, a place in this world, I would say. Wouldn't you agree with that, Sawyer? Yeah. (laughs) What were you saying the other day? You were talking about, um... Sawyer was telling me about, uh... Someone who does writing of other characters very well. He was telling me about, uh... Eric Burnham, I think his name is. He writes Ghostbusters comics for IDW. Uh, and and you were saying that they're just fantastic and that everyone should check them out, right? Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Um... Anyway, so the other side was released back in 2018 uh, with the following three issues of this uh, mini series comic series. Uh, it was being released uh, monthly. Uh, so the fourth and final issue finally released on January 2nd, 2019. And so to put that into context, this is like six-ish months before the third season of Stranger Things will come out. And it, uh, this comic gets released essentially two years after the second season was released. So people at the time are definitely itching, I would say, for Stranger Things stuff. Uh, and, and they're definitely ready to, to dip their toes in for the new season. But the first comic that comes out is this comic about, uh, Will as he enters the other side, or as, as we also call it now, the upside down. It's essentially, uh, recapping the events of season one but from the eyes of will uh which is going to be kind of fun i think what are you doing sawyer oh my god (laughs) what are you doing okay wait one second (laughs) let's uh, go to a commercial break real fast i'll uh, we'll be right back today's episode and all episodes of season one of stranger things is brought to you by Kellogg's Eggo waffles. Mornings can be a real bitch, especially if you've recently broken a tooth. It's like, how am I even supposed to eat now? But you know what it isn't a bitch? Eggo waffles. Eggo waffles are easy to eat. They are soft, fluffy, and a delicious way to start your day. As long as you put them in the toaster, that is. As many of you know, I'm a new father. And as a new father, I'm always looking for ways to get an easy win, and Eggo waffles is that way. I'm never worried about making a huge mess in the kitchen, long prep times, or breaking any of my teeth on any of their frozen waffles. Nothing like that. I always remember to put my Eggos in the toaster, even though what it says to do on the box is like the smallest print possible... Plus, with so many great flavors to choose from, even the pickiest of eaters can find something that they're going to like. So go ahead and get your easy wins where you can when you Lego with Ego. So the other side's first issue starts off uh, right where we last see Will before he goes down into the upside down. He's hiding from the Demogorgon in his shed out back. He grabs his dad's shotgun, bright flash of lights. And next thing you know, everything goes dark. Uh, And this story is mostly told just through like the images and the narration. I mean, there's not too much uh, like dialogue, which again, goes back to my thoughts about like how it's hard to replicate the voices of characters from popular uh you know popular things um but some people do do it well but it it should get away from that worry it's nice that the story is told just with like simple narration and 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 images you know what i mean for the most part and the narration is good it's not too wordy it it, but it's also uh, well told and well spaced out i think um kind of gives us a nice insight of the emotions of the scene. You know what I mean? They're not, like, telling us what Will's emotions are, but they're telling us what the stakes are uh, very well. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's just my personal opinion there. Um, uh, The only time that we do see dialogue is there's the occasional, like, flashback to them playing D&D. Once again, the idea that Will would cast a protection spell or a fireball is once again... Brought up in the first issue, um, the first issue also has uh, an appearance of Eleven. Uh, Will like sees her? Is she actually in the Upside Down, or is it some, like some sort of projectile image of her? Who's to say? Um, but because it kind of looks like maybe she's not there, but he sees an image of her in the woods. He doesn't obviously know that it's Eleven yet. But um, I should also point out that she's wearing the clothes uh, that she wears when she escapes from Benny's. So she That's clearly the moment that he kind of sees her. Is that like right after, uh, Benny is shot and she's running through the woods right before she sees the boys. That's, that's where she is. So, and the issue finally ends with will finding out, uh, that one of his, well, he, he finds out that one of his walkies in the, in, in his bedroom, can call the other side. And this is so how he contacts his mother for the first time. Um, my initial assumption when I watched the episode Was that Will was talking to his mom From the other side From the upside down From just the same phone In the upside down um, But in the comic it says that it's He's communicating through his walkie Which I guess is just to I don't actually know why It doesn't really make sense to me But there also isn't an explanation As to why the phone on Joyce's side Sparks and blows up necessarily I think we can just assume that it's some sort of part of the upside down but that was at least something that i had questions about and was like oh here's a book that maybe could give me those answers and it didn't but uh i'm curious do you guys have questions still as you're re-watching the show are there things that you're like oh hey that that wouldn't make sense to me the way i remember you know what i mean um if you do have questions like that i'd love (laughs) to hear them uh you can email in at uh uh, stranger things pod at gmail.com i believe is the email the second issue starts with the 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 final scene of the second episode so that that the should i stay or should i go scene is is how the second episode starts um so th- th- you know they do that and, and it's once again very well done i think um uh, after this uh will hear screaming uh and so he goes to follow where the screaming is coming from and he ends up at steve's house in the upside down presumably this is the screaming is from barb uh and, and will doesn't find barb but he does find a pair of broken glasses um which is interesting because i think later seasons they do go back to the upside down and barb's body is still in that pool so that does that 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 there's a bit of a contradiction there and I'm, I'm pretty confident about that i wonder if in the comic they he only finds glasses because maybe there was still a chance that barb would come back maybe at one point um but that was i thought that was a, a very interesting uh tidbit um also the second issue then ends with the famous christmas lights on the wall scene For yes, twice for no. Can you do that for me, sweetie? Can you do that? Oh, good boy, good boy. And there is some beautiful dialogue here where we hear Will, and 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 we hear the fear in Will's words, you know, and and we're hearing, you know, because in the show you just see Joyce talking out loud and all he can respond is is with lights but uh in the comic you can hear him saying okay wait a minute so the the lights she can see the lights all right how do i how do i fix this you know blah 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 and he's like oh mom that's so smart that you would use the christmas lights you're so smart mom mom you're so you're oh so good mom he doesn't actually say that much stuff about his mom but i just i was on a roll and i just kept going um that that scene uh with the christmas lights though if you remember from the tv show it ends with uh, a Demogorgon once again coming through the wall. Okay. Okay, baby, talk to me. Talk to me. Where are you? R. Good, 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 good. That's good. Come on, come on. I. G. H. T. H. E. R. E. Right here. Right here. I- I don't know what that means. I need you to tell me what to do. What should I do? How do I get to you? How, how do I find you? What should I do? And we can see that Will uh, sees this happening and Will stops it he 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 sort of attracts the attention of the demogorgon and he uh he's upset by the fact that he couldn't save whoever this these glasses belonged to they couldn't save barb and so now he's even more determined to to save his mom and we see this a few times there's an also a moment in in um if you remember from the show uh both i think nancy and nancy and jonathan maybe Go into the upside down at one point, and Will does actually hear them again and he sees a demogorgon t- going towards them. So he once again uh, attracts the attention of the demogorgon. Just I guess proving that like Will is very brave. You know what I mean? Will the brave? You know, it, it's something that we I think flirt with in the show a bit. That Will is this incredibly strong person that's just been through a lot of terrible things, perhaps. But yeah, to see him be brave in this way, I think is a very interesting character choice by the writer. And, um, I like it. I like it a lot. Cause I do think that will is very rare. I think that many times we see him, be handed a really tough hand in in life, not just with like his parents and and their money issues and stuff like that, but also like just how fucked up this whole upside down situation was. You know what I mean? I think that after he escaped in season one and then had this weird thing, I think in season two, like we we kind of expected him to like, well, get back to normal. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't think you ever could be normal again. He's he's maybe the only person that's had anything quite as close to. As cruel as Eleven has, you know what I mean. Like it's, so I don't know. The, the bravery from him, I think, is the right choice, and it's a good choice. That's all. That's all I'm saying about that. Uh, I'm trying. To, I'm gonna try to speed through these last two issues, mainly because we haven't seen them in the show yet, and also because I've been talking for a while. I guess it's a holiday episode. We can have fun and, and go for a little bit longer than we normally do. But I just know that I don't want to be talking. And I also know that you don't want to be listening. That's not true. I I, so I I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I'm very happy that you're here. And and um, I just I do get down on myself sometimes, you know. And I think that's normal. Anyway, uh, issue three starts with Will hearing on his walkie that a, a body has been found, but it, uh, and it's his body. But he knows that he's not dead, and so he he is like furious and he tries to rush back home and he writes and you know he spells out not dead in the Christmas lights but no one responds and and then uh, we see uh, Will's perspective of um, the wonderful scene I think from season or from episode 5 of season 1 where Will and Joyce are talking through they're talking to each other through the wall way. Uh, Will! 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 And the dialogue, once again, is like it's note for note the same, uh, which once again is like it's you can't mess it up. This this is what this reminds me exactly of the TV show. I am just seeing it from the other side, and it's it's really beautiful. The dialogue is great here. Oh, it's You, but you have to run now. Run! Run! It's it's very good. I think. Um, I think it just goes to show how good those two are at actors. That that performance is so good. Are you okay? All right. Sawyer wants me to wrap this up. So the last thing I'll say about. This comic is just like the, so the show, the first season of the show obviously takes place, or I guess it it lasts, you know, hours long. It's like eight hours of, of watching. Whereas this comic, I think you can read it in about an hour max, maybe. And so the events in the comic in the first season, they feel so quick. and And so for that reason, it kind of feels rushed a little bit, but I also don't know how exactly you would fix that we're just going to see him hiding in a closet for 12 hours, you know, obviously not too many events happen, but I think maybe the narrator or something could express how that time in the other side is affecting him more. You know, it could, it could tell us how those long hours hiding in a closet or hiding under his bed, whatever it was, how that affected him mentally, you know, but yeah, I, I guess that was my only thought process. That was my big thought with, with, with that comic. But yeah, let's, 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 let's move on. Um, I, I want to tell you guys about, about my wings. Okay. So I'm, I'm very excited, excited to tell you about these wings. They are, uh, in fact, probably my new favorite wings in Iowa. Granted, we're only on episode four, so it's like still early, but These wings were so good. Smokey D's Barbecue was founded in 2006 by Darren and Sherry Worth. uh, What started as a hobby in their backyard has turned into a business, which turned into an award-winning business. Uh, I I tell you, the, the barbecue places, they really like their, they like to talk about their awards, you know? Uh, there's, I guess, there's a lot of competitions over barbecue stuff, and I guess that's people like to talk about it. You know, when there's that many competitions, like you might as well brag about it, right? So Smoky D's main location is actually up in Ankeny. It's about 20 minutes, it's a 20 minute drive north from Des Moines. It's a pretty easy drive, but uh, but for Des Moines people, it sometimes feels, I don't know, I, there's. And this isn't everybody, but there's certain people that make Ankeny seem like it's an all-day event. You know what I mean? You're like, wow, I'm gonna drive 20 minutes to to go up there, you know what I mean? Um, my father always makes fun of that fact. He one time came to visit me and Sophie after we had moved here, and we were deciding where to go to dinner, and we mentioned that we liked Smokey D's, but it was probably too far away. And it's like, for my dad, like, you know, living suburbs of Chicago, or even living in Chicago itself... Like uh, a twenty-minute walk is is a minimum, maybe you know what I mean. Like, or or you know, a, a drive into the city is like forty-five minutes, and you'll do that every day. You know, like a twenty-minute drive up north ain't ain't nothing, ain't nothing to uh, ain't nothing to wag your tail at. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, I th- I think I remember my dad actually really liking Smokey D's. I I know that I have always enjoyed it before. When we got there, the, the, there was quite a long line that we had to wait through for a long time. We're all together, so you can a piece, right? Oh, can, yeah, we'll all together. did he say something? Cool. Thanks, appreciate that. How's it going? Just gonna do an order of uh, <clears throat> the wings, if I could. How'd you like those sauce? Buffalo? Okay. Can I get it to go if possible? Ranch Um, can I do both if possible? 29. All right. Is that it for the order? That's it. Okay. Sixteen forty-two. What I liked about the wings themselves were they. Once again, they're smoked. They're. On the bigger side, not quite as big as the Jethro's, but bigger than your average, I would say. And uh, the, the the buffalo sauce on it was so light. Uh, it, it, I think kind of the idea is is that if, if you're eating there, you can, like, they have, like, the little sauce bottles on the table and stuff, and you can, like, pour your wings in extra saucy if you really want to get them wet. But, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> But uh, they're <laughs> so really they're, but they're good just the way they were. Um, I yeah I loved them. They were uh, nicely smoked. The the barbecue on it was delicious. It had a little sweetness and spice. It was really tasty, and uh, there wasn't too much of it. Uh, the only issue I did have was I got both ranch and blue cheese right, and they were both bad. They both did not taste very good, um, which was a shame. Because I was in the mood for ranch and blue cheese, but that's okay. Uh, bar- the wings were great. I'm definitely gonna get them again. I'll try a different flavor next time, probably. Um, let's um, let's 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 talk about this final issue. Let's talk about this final comic. And if people have questions or comics about the wings, they said Nick, you didn't talk about them enough. You can email in. Stranger wings pod at gmail.com, but I uh, really fast. I uh, Cause we're at like the 30 minute mark. Almost now. The last thing I want to talk about is our, uh, the holiday special. I have it right here in front of me. All right. It's a script by Chris Robinson, art by Abel colors by DJ Chavez and letters from Nate Picos of blambot. Whoa. That's an interesting... So the holiday specials, there's three of them. There's a Halloween one, a winter one, and a summer one. Uh, and they came out in that order. So, um, But they're not like connected at all. They're kind of like anthology. Just little short stories. Um, the main idea of this comic is really fun. But the comic itself is not actually one of my favorites. Um, just because I think that some of it... Again, the the... the The voices of the character doesn't feel quite right. Their dialogue in general just, it feels choppy. But I I will say the idea of the comic is really fun. The idea of the comic is uh, Elle is enjoying her first Christmas and uh, they're like, we should watch a Christmas special show. Uh, And so each of the the boys take turns talking about uh, one of their favorite christmas specials so like will talks about or no, no not, not will mike talks about santa claus is coming to town the the stop motion animated special put one on in front of the other lucas talks about the grinch you're a mean one uh will talks about scrooge i say what's today eh what's today my fine fellow today what well, christmas day it's christmas day I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. They can do anything they like. Of course they can. Of course they can. <laughs> Hello, my fine fellow. Do you know the poultry on the corner? I should hope I did. <laughs> what an intelligent boy. Do <laughs> you know whether they've sold the prized turkey that was hanging out? And Dustin talks about uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas. You've been dumb before, Charlie Brown, but this time you really did it. What <laughs> <laughs> a treat. <lot of> <laughs> Well, Will doesn't talk about Scrooge, he talks about Christmas Carol. I don't want to get confused with the Bill Murray movie. Christmas Eve, it's the it's one night of the year when we all act a little nicer, we, we, we smile a little easier, we share we, 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 we a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. It's a miracle. It's really a sort of a miracle, because it happens every Christmas Eve. And if you waste that miracle, you're gonna burn for it. I know what I'm talking about. You have to do something. You have to take a chance. You do have to get involved. There are people that are having having trouble making their miracle happen. There are people that don't have enough to eat. There are people that are cold. You can go out and say hello to these people. You can take an old blanket out of the closet and say, here, you can make them a sandwich and say, oh, by the way, here i get it now but what's fun about the way that they describe those specials is that they get reimagined in the comic book so like when lucas describes the grinch instead of a a grinch character coming down the chimney or whatever and stealing christmas it's, it's a demogorgon you know or when uh dustin talks about the charlie brown special you know his dog is is a demodog in that you know what i mean and so the fun reimaginings of of you know uh, you know what's the, the doctor's name the doctor is uh, reimagined as as scrooge in, in the christmas carol and uh, hopper is reimagined as a santa claus type character which speaking of he's violent night great christmas movie check it out i just watched that the other day it's really fun but yeah it's a, it's a good comic you should check it out if you want if you don't then don't. Uh, Doesn't fucking matter to me, dog. Anyway, uh, if you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe. You can uh, follow me at Nick Margellos, or on Instagram, Um, uh, I'm also, you can, uh, wait, what did I just say? You can also email me at StrangerThingsPod at gmail.com. I've said that three times already today. You don't need to say it again, Nick. Okay, wrap it up, dog. Um, Feel free to send me questions, comments, concerns um christmas christmas cards if you want uh, also i should say that this podcast could not have been made without the kindness and generosity of uh, the person that did the Charlie Brown Christmas special music um he he graciously donated his music uh, for today's episode Uh, But he also gave me a recording space, some editing and audio equipment, and and most importantly, he gave me a whole bunch of love. So thank you so much. Uh, And uh, until next time, guys, Merry Christmas. I love you very much. Uh, Enjoy yourselves. Be good to one another. Yep. Say bye, Sawyer. of time, huh? Alright, ready to hunt home? We got a podcast to do, you know. Let's hear it for the boy. Let's get the. Let's hear it for my baby. Understand. Oh, maybe he's no Romeo. He's my loving one man show. Hey everyone, I just wanted to pop in one more time and say thank you so much for listening and also sorry this episode's coming out so late and also huge thank you to Denise Williams who graciously gave me her space <laughs> and let me play this whole song you could ask her. He let me do this and it's a great song and i'm so happy that i get to play it for you guys today (laughs) she also gave me she gave me so much space (laughs) to record the podcast and i (laughs) I i'm so lucky to know so many famous musicians who uh, it's just the kindness that's in this world let it this let this just be a reminder to love one another this holiday season and to take good care of each other because you know who's most important in this world you and your family or and and family is where the heart is so that's it from me uh <laughs> bye everyone Happy holidays.